Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Hi, it's Brett Phillips here, host of The First Serve, and thank you for downloading the latest edition of In The Huddle, one of our podcast offerings here at The First Serve. You can get your weekly live tennis fix with our show every Monday night on the SCN Radio Network at 7pm Eastern. All the broadcast details of where you can listen can be found at thefirstserve.com.au. In the Huddle was created to give student athletes, parents and coaches an inside look at the journey through US college sport and all that comes with it. The demands, the experiences, the excitement and the opportunities available to our student athletes from around the world. Study and Play USA facilitates a comprehensive, customised approach for student athletes and families for their whole journey from their high school preparation years right through to US college graduation. Welcome to this episode of In The Huddle. We're joined today by two gentlemen one year into their college journey. Seth McCute is playing tennis in a junior college uh, in Mississippi and Hugh Johnson is playing rugby at Notre Dame College in Division 1A competition in Ohio. Welcome, boys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah I really appreciate it. No, good to have you back. And um, look, I think there's lots to talk about. Um, one year into college, you're a lot different to what you were last year in terms of um, what you're up to and you've got a different perspective now having had it one year over there but before we sort of talk about college I just want to talk about your high school days lads um, uh, look of course you both went to Brisbane's Nudgee College uh, my old school as well great place um, I suppose when did you first hear about the college pathway when you're at Nudgee Seth well I first heard about it at my previous school that I was at. Like I came to Nudgee in year 10 and I was at Kelvin Grove in year eight. And that's when I first heard about players going over to college and I saw all the year 12 going over. And at the time I thought it was pretty cool. And I was so young, I didn't really realize that it was something I could do. And then further down in Nudgee, like I saw more boys go over and even saw some of the players that I knew that I was friends with go over. And I thought it was just really cool that they could get out of the country playing a sport that I was involved in. Absolutely. And like when he was over in the States, I was so curious about the lifestyle he had. And he told me that he loved it. He said stuff like playing tennis over there. It's not just you playing the crowds involved and like, it's a completely different environment. And I guess from the stories I heard from my friend back then that that's what made me so curious about going over. Obviously it was a big step, like leaving home, leaving everything behind. Like that's what scared me, but I was really curious at what college over there could offer. And yeah, I, from, from the first year of Najee, knowing the boys that, that went over there, that's how I first come across it. Yeah. Oh, that's good. What about you? Um, mine was a bit different to Seth. It was actually a lunchtime presentation by you, Chris. Yeah, I think me and a couple of mates went to just to see, check it out. And then after that, I realized like that's something different. I didn't really want to go through the traditional pathway, I'd just go to uni in Brizzy. So I thought, why not take up on this opportunity and go overseas and actually be able to play some rugby and then study. So yeah. good on you. what was, um, 
where do you think that came from? Was that like your parents being travellers or you just always wanted to be away? Um, I think, yeah, do something different. Um, I've lived overseas before, so I thought, why not? And just being able to like experience something that's a bit different that you wouldn't get to experience. Like you've only got this time in college for like a short time. So like make the most of these four years after like, yeah, you can always go to uni in Brizzy or something, but have the having the opportunity to do something different, I really yeah. thought was great, yeah. Oh, that's great. We, we hear that more and more when we meet with youngsters like yourself. I think you guys are a pretty brave generation <laughs> in that respect. Um, when I went to college, I, I took some serious convincing. I was pretty nervous and scared to go and couldn't see myself there for four years initially. Um, then the rest is obviously history. Loved yeah. it after one year, but... Um, Yes, I know. I admire both you guys for for doing it um, and having the, the, the guts to, to do it, even though you're a bit nervous about it. But um, so that's good. And um, I suppose now you finish your first year as student athletes in the American system. Uh, how is it? How is uni life over there compared to say, you know, nudgy life? You know, once you're outside of those four walls of, of nudgy, life is a little bit different, isn't it? But how, how different is it over there? I loved it. I loved every moment of it. Like, it, I didn't have the dorm life like you did, so it was big. It was a lot different. Spending you spend like every moment with someone having a roommate. I loved it as well as like the atmosphere over there. Like I got involved in like watching other sports. I never did that at Nudgy, but when I watched basketball, when I watched football, the crowd got involved as well, and it was just epic. I didn't. I never saw myself doing any of that, mm. and. I don't in in Australia people don't get involved like Americans do, so that's what I found really big. Yeah, we kind of do our own thing. I mean, Nudgy's a little bit different, where you know you see the school spirit's pretty obvious yeah. and and things like that. But you're right. I think you, you do your own thing here, and crowds are pretty quiet. And yeah, and um, I like that over there. Yeah, they like getting into it, don't they? They're yeah. just sort of um, particularly at a smaller college as well. Like, like you, you feel like you're really part of something special like a community yeah it's like every match is like a nudgy versus terrace rugby (laughs) rugby finals every match yeah in in terms of their the atmosphere yeah there's there's rivalry and people you know both sides really want to win don't they yeah so that's good what about your roommate mate was he um, a tennis player yeah he he was a tennis player it was cool he was from um romania it was cool like we learned about different cultures and stuff and meeting players all around the world was another big thing that I loved about college. You played players all around the world. They all have different styles. They all have different accents. And you just learn about culture and stuff. Yeah. And did you work the Aussie accent, mate? Oh, yeah. Every time I met someone, I got to aim at how they going. That's good. And I hope your, your Romanian roommate taught you some, you know, interesting slang that you can use. Oh, yeah. On the tennis Definitely. Court. On, the, on the court. On the court. Yeah, good stuff, mate. That's the way it should be. Uh, what about you? Um, yeah, so I thought it was very like Nudgy has a great like spirit for um sport, and especially over there, just like Seth said, it was very similar at the uni I was. Like even watching volleyball or like basketball, like everyone got around it, so that was great. My roommate, he was actually a local boy, which was good because then he could show me stuff. I could go to his house on weekends or something like that, and he was a rugby player with like me and then he, we'd wake each other up for training and always make sure we we're on time. So that was great having that person straight away. And he's got his friend group. Like he had a couple of mates who went to the same uni as him. So you're automatically in 
one of the friend groups, which yeah. is good. Yeah, it does. It helps, doesn't it? Um, so I think one of the biggest things, and I'll talk about sort of homesickness shortly, but one of the things we see, one of the things to overcome homesickness is just getting comfortable with the people around you. That's one of the things that causes homesickness, yeah. just not really having anyone to just feel comfortable around just sitting, chatting about whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it takes a little bit of time. So that's good that you've both had that um, good introduction to college. And just like just sticking on the nudgy theme just for a little bit, um, uh, you know, we, we all talk about good private school education, what it can do for you. And, and obviously you get the education in the classroom, but it's also the things outside the classroom about learning how to interact with other people and things like that. Do you find those types of things have helped you settling in to college in your first year? Or, you know, I guess what are some of the lessons from Nudgy, I suppose, you, you felt helped you in your first year? Yeah. Uh, Nudgy taught me to always be open and like always go out of your way to say good morning or good day to someone. And that's really an Australian thing. Like whenever you make eye contact with someone, just give them a handshake, say how's it going and stuff. And yeah, that definitely helped me make a few more friends over in the States. And yeah, it was just great. Like I wasn't like that before Nudgy. Nudgy taught me to be just say good day to anyone you see. And that really helps me make a lot more friends over there. So yeah. No, that's good. And especially when you say good day, as you said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Similar stuff here. Or- yeah, so definitely that as well, like getting involved, you're, that's harped on at Nudgy. So, and that was really big in the States, like, you're not going to meet anyone if you don't put yourself out there. Like sometimes you got to step outside of your comfort zone to like meet new people. And at Nudgy, it's very diverse. Like you got PNG boys, like people from all over, especially in boarding. So I thought that in the States, we had a lot of international students at my uni. So that was really great knowing that you're going to, like Seth said before with his Romanian roommate, you're going to meet people with different cultures and then, getting along with those people, that's when you really enjoy it, so. Yeah, no, that's good. And um, did you get a chance to do anything outside of your tennis and rugby, or, you know, like, did you get, are there any clubs you can join or we can play? Because I know there's, you can play inter-club sort of basketball on the side. Not, not, not every coach likes you doing those other sports, but did you get a chance to do anything like that or any other clubs? That, I know you've only been there a year, but. Yeah, I didn't really. It was a lot, a lot of rugby training. I'd play the, like we'd play basketball games and stuff, just muck around in the hall and whatnot, yeah. which was pretty good. But other than that, nah, we had quite a lot of travelling, but there's obviously always the opportunity. They always have clubs and stuff that you can join. Yeah, so. maybe, maybe something. Yeah, yeah, similar to Hugh, like I had a friend in bio and he invited me out to just like play volleyball and basketball with like his friends out in the dorms and stuff and in the hall. But there were, there were, there were clubs that you could join, but I was always with my tennis mates and too busy to like go out of my way to be a part of that club. But yeah, there were, there were a lot of opportunities that my college had to offer. Yeah. No, that's good. Look, I think just reflecting, just while you guys were talking, I was thinking a little bit, rewinding the clock 25 years, I might add, but <laughs> back from when I went left Nudgy. But um, um, I think my Nudgy experience is probably one of the reasons I wanted to go to college because as a tennis player, as you know, Seth, it's an individual sport. And you know, if you're playing a tournament on your own, it can be a bit lonely sometimes, yeah. um, but playing team sport at Nudgy where you're feeling supported and, and all that sort of stuff. It's pretty addictive and it's pretty cool. So I wanted to go somewhere and keep playing my sport, which is an individual sport in a team environment like college. So just that sense of community. Yeah. That's, so I think that's one of the big things I've found. So 
Um, and guys, did you get in your first year, you know, um, a chance to, you know, what, what, how did you find the, um, the culture difference, I suppose, that you've talked about meeting other people, but how did you find, um, what were the biggest things you had to get to adjust to, do you think? Mm. There was a lot, there was a lot, like the way they would talk about things, the way they presented themselves. It was, it was different. I don't really know how to answer that other than I just naturally went with it. Maybe at the start, I found it really, really weird because it was like a completely different environment. Everyone wore different things. They all had different accents. They all had different interests. Like it's a completely different country all the way across the world. But I don't know. I, I, I fit in maybe in like a month or two. I just, I didn't think too much of it. I just got involved. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting you say that, Seth, because we find the first month is really important, which is why we, we tried. Yeah. our best to keep in touch as much as we can in the first few weeks, first few months with our athletes, because um, that's what where it's a big, big cultural shock and adjustment. Yeah. Um, food, um, climate. Uh, I know you mentioned it's pretty chilly where you were. Yeah. Matthew. yeah. Um, just getting used to that and playing rugby in, in, in the snow rather than up on the Sunshine Coast. That's a big <laughs> difference, right? So, that's a big culture shock. Um, you know, even just stepping out on the road, take for granted, look to the left first, you yeah. know, look to the right first, little basic things. Hey, everything, yeah. Everything's different. Yeah. Right. So, um, no, that's good. And, and what about you here? Is there sort of, um, did you find it got to the better of you at some point in those first month or two? Um, I, yeah, obviously homesickness, you're on the other side of the world. So, but I think definitely if you can, get a good group around you and then you're always time flies like you're always if you're happy and you've got you're laughing with your mates around you then you're not really thinking about home obviously sometimes you're laying in your bed like well yeah like you're thinking about it but other than that like i've been i was boarding at nudgy so i already had that away from home sort of experience so that's kind of what i was chasing again so i found it not too bad but yeah, definitely if you're around people that you're enjoying and then you're focused on your sport, you really don't have time and then your class, like if you've got less free time to like do, to think about things, then that really helps. So I, yeah. I reckon. Get busy. Get involved. Yeah, get, yeah, get involved. involved. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what about you? Uh, yeah, so- I definitely have to like add on with you. Like I wasn't, I wasn't a boarder back in Nudgy, so and I'm like an only child and I have a really close relation with my parents. So the first month was really hard for me. Yeah. Like I would be FaceTiming them every like two days and I know it was hard on them as well. Like I got one, I got my boys to go say, go and visit them and my parents really appreciated it. But like, yeah, if, if you are constantly doing things like meeting new people, getting involved, doing like gym, just going out, just like keeping yourself busy, I guess you don't really have time to like, you know, think back of home so much. Yeah. And that's what really helps me cope with missing home. But yeah, it was, just, it was just the first month. It was pretty hard for me. But after that, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, you're exactly right. You're just going to get through that first bit. Yeah. But um, I think, yeah, staying busy is a big one. Uh, Realising that, you know, Australia's going to be here when you get back. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, <laughs> And, you know, I don't know if you guys have found when you've been back, but t- talking to your friends about your experience, they're all 
hanging off every word. You know, like, gee, I'd love if I could do that. You know, um, that's what I found. You know, yeah. I suppose you guys encountered that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They yeah. love my stories. So you guys got to remember that when you have those sort of little moments. You know, you know long, the long term thing. I mean, if you do get through that homesickness stuff and any challenges in college away from home, it does stand you in pretty good stead um, for your future because you know you can yeah, sort of sure. build that build that resilience, which is really important as well. Um, so look, I, uh, I wanted to touch quickly on your experience, uh, Seth, uh, we mentioned at the start, you went to a junior college, yeah. um, and I'm just going to explain to listeners of this podcast of what a junior college is quickly. And then I want you to talk about some of your experiences there, um, and what your plans are from there. But junior college for those listening is a two-year college. Uh, they're also known as community colleges. They don't really sound great. <laughs> junior college implies that it might be younger kids or maybe inferior in some way in terms of their level. It's not the case at all. So for the listeners uh, wondering what junior college is, junior college is a two-year college. Uh, the idea is that you go for two years and then when you finish those two years, you transfer to a four-year college to finish your final two years. So it's still a four-year adventure. Um, it's not two years plus four years like some people think. The reason it's called junior college is um, not because it's inferior, as the name suggests, or, or younger, um, but it's more to do with the, the year that you're exiting junior college, which is your third year, which is called your junior year in America. So that's why it's called junior college. So three reasons why people might go to junior college. Um, there's a sporting reason. Um, if you feel like you need to buy yourself some time as an athlete to grow and develop and maybe fill out in some cases, get some results on the board. That's a good way to do it. You get exposed to the top colleges and come watch your matches and follow your results um, and then come recruit you out of it. Some people go to junior college for academic reasons where they weren't initially eligible to go to a four-year college. They might have taken the wrong subjects through high school. They might have not done too well on the entrance exam or in general at school. So junior college is there for those students to prove themselves for two years and then transfer for their final two years. And then the financial one is another option, um, another reason why people go to junior college. It's very inexpensive um, to go to, to uh, junior college. It's about a third of the cost or fourth, a quarter of the cost of um, some of the big four-year colleges to go there. So it's not a bad way to start college for, for the right person and the right circumstances. Uh, so Seth, um, back to you, you went to a junior college or you're at a junior college now in um, Mississippi. You've got one year down, which means you've got one year to go. How have you found, you know, the junior college experience so far? Yeah, uh, the junior college experience was nothing what I thought it was. Like I, I as you said, I kind of looked down on it at the start, but experiencing it myself firsthand, I completely think it's a great opportunity for many like upcoming athletes. Like, as you said, one of the reasons is sometimes you're a good player like for example one of my friends she's a d she was supposed to go to a d1 um college but she got injured and because of that she wasn't really allowed to play over there so that's why she got stuck with me but she's playing just as well like i played some guy from wimbledon in a juco like how crazy is that mm. as well as like it's a lot cheaper it's a great opportunity for people to get in as well as like the campus that i was at like, I like the fact that it was a bit small. Like, I could talk to my teachers, like, one-on-one, -on -one, and I found it, like, a great way to get my academics up. And going to this school, like, 
as you said, these first two years, you can like prove yourself to go to a better, to go to a better four-year college than in the first initial one you go to, as yeah. well as like, it's a great way to get your academics up. Yeah. So I found it as like, it's a great way to prove yourself for your next college and you get to travel a bit more. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. And, and um, you mentioned for, um, you know, there's not a huge population at junior college, but you, you get free tutoring and, and yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. is it compulsory where you're at to do the tutoring or is it just as needed? Um, if you needed, I, I was, I, I did well with my grades. So, but I had a few friends that did like, you can get yeah, free tutoring for sure. As well as like the facilities is just as great. Like gym, libraries, um, like the labs and stuff, the teachers were close, easy to get by. Yeah. I loved it. That's fantastic, mate. Yeah. We've got, We've got quite a number of our student athletes do start in junior college and um, nearly 100% of the time you'll end up at a better four-year college yeah. than, than had you gone straight from Australia to a four-year college. So it does buy your time. Generally come out of there with better grades than what you got in high school for most kids yeah. um, and generally come out of there as a better athlete. Um, so And then better scholarships at, at four-year colleges. So pleased to hear you're um, enjoying it and and... What's the plan this next year, mate, for preparation for the next step? Yeah, so this year is going to be my last year at this JUCO, and then I'm going to have to find a new college. So hopefully within this next year I can train, I can get my grades up really big so I can, like, get better offers at different schools. I haven't really started looking into it right now because it's pretty early, but I'll be looking to get better offers, like, throughout this year. So that's my plan. That's good. And a lot of people probably don't realise is that, a lot of four-year colleges, uh, a, a large percentage, will automatically give academic scholarship um, upon acceptance into the uni. Um, so you add that with your, in your case, tennis scholarship, um, you know, with better grades than what you entered with. Yeah. Um, you know, it equals money. So good grades equals money in the American system, um, which is a good lesson for any high school students that might be listening. Um, you get good reward for that. So, um, and what about you, you, Hugh? I just want to talk to you about probably specifically rugby because it's a little bit of a unique sport in America. It's still growing. It's not, hasn't got the, um, I suppose the history that we have in Australia just yet. So, you know, you, you're sort of going over there as a, a bit of a, not a pioneer of the sport, but certainly you're part of the growth, right? You found it that way. Yeah, definitely. Like the sport, rugby itself like everyone who over there who's like oh you you play rugby like that's so cool like they um they really see it as like a tough sport and it's definitely growing like i think now a lot more colleges are playing it and recognize it as the sport that it is it's not ncaa yet but hopefully soon it can grow into that but the boys over there, like the people who transfer from football or maybe basketball, like the American kids, they start playing um, rugby pretty late, like probably like grade nine, grade 10, compared to like under fives, under sixes or whenever I started. So yeah. you've automatically got that knowledge of the game that would take 10 years to, yeah. to learn. So, But those kids that go over there, the Americans love giving sports a try. So they love, they put all their heart and soul into the team and they, yeah. they're good, very good athletes, like especially the boys from football, like unreal athletes. And they've got so many kids going to college over there. So you're going to find some great athletes on your team. And, and pick some yeah. pick the good athletes. 
Um, yeah, so it's it's a it's a sport that's the second fastest growing high school sport in America behind lacrosse of all things. <laughs> but um, and so yeah, I think in four or five years you'll, you'll notice a big difference. And and what about yourself with rugby? Hugh um, sort of heard about theft plans a little bit. What what's the plan beyond? college in three years yeah. yeah so they announced the mlr draft if anyone's following their rugby that's the major league rugby which is getting some global names right now like manon who's playing over there drew mitchell is supposed to go over there so it's definitely growing and then our captain actually got drafted number 10 this year so having that backing of someone coming out of our uni already who's gone very high up in the draft is like definitely something to set my eyes for so maybe in three years or so we got to see hopefully i get past these injuries but we'll get there and then that's definitely something to throw my hat in the ring and it's a goal for the next put on some weight so good on you mate no you've had you're due for some good luck you've had a couple of shoulder injuries which is part and parcel of sport but yeah. typically your sport so mate, we'll be we'll definitely be following your progress there and but you've also got Got one sunny coast boy who's gone before you, Harry Masters, yeah. has just been drafted. So yeah. uh, hopefully you can follow in his footsteps yeah. as well, and as and, and your captain at your your school. So we will definitely be following both of you lads. But we, we'll let you go in a minute. But I just want before you go, just quickly um, love to hear. And I'm sure the listeners would love to hear uh, what your advice to youngsters in year 10, 11, 12, maybe even younger who are listening to this or thinking about you know planning for this pathway. Um, what would be some of the things you would get them to focus on now or, or what would you say about the pathway in general, Seth? Well, I know a lot of the boys right now, if they're like that young, they, they might have an interest of going over, but they're also kind of scared at the same time. Like me and Hugh, we, we were both in the same boat. We were pretty scared back then, like leaving everything behind. But I definitely recommend like the experience, everything you get to see and do like over there, it's, not it's completely different and just be open like i know they'll love it for sure it's just that they're a bit scared right now and that's probably what's stopping them from trying new things but i definitely recommend that's all i gotta say yeah no that's well said mate i think that's um and they're normal they're normal for feeling a bit apprehensive as well yeah, so everyone feels that way yeah. yeah so it's worth just jumping in and giving it a shot and i think just on that point it's important to note that it's not a four-year contract, you know. So if, if you do go for a semester and you feel like it's not for you, then you can pull out. There's no fees to get out or anything like that, um, you know, but it's worth a shot. Yeah, uh, go for the experience. Exactly. See right. if you like it. Yeah, if you like it, fantastic. If you don't, there's nothing too much lost there. Yeah. So anything uh, anything to add there to that, Hugh? Um, I definitely think for the people that, well, definitely study at school, go, your grades are going to equal money. So if you've got good grades at school, then you're going to get better offers. So, and then sport wise, really go hard at your sport. And then you never know, like, why not, why not give it a shot and see how far you go over there. You might love it and absolute live 20 years over there or something. But, um, we just don't tell that to the mums and dads. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) But when you're, when you're getting your offers from the uni, really examine, see, I don't know, maybe put up a pros, cons table and really look at all the different offers because you're going to get quite a few of them and see where you really want to go, like what appeals to you. And if you make the wrong choice, like Chris just said, you can always transfer or... But really look at your offers and give some good, decent thought into them. Like, do you want 
probably a bit better sport or better academics and then give it a whirl. Yeah, that's good advice. I'm just going to ask you another question on that, Hugh, because it brought up a quick, a good point. What, what are some of the other factors you would, and you feel free to jump in as well, Seth, but what are some of the other factors in choosing, yeah. as we always say, the coach relationship is yeah, important. Definitely, yeah. um, what, what other things you think, you know, what are the factors in making a good choice of college? Um, I de- size of the uni, like there's a dramatic, my uni is very small, like Seth, like I fit, fit right in and it's like I'm in the classroom again. I can talk to my teachers where at a massive uni, it might be a bit more like uni at home where you're in a lecture with a hundred other people. Um, temperature, location, that's yeah, a, I have that, to agree with that. Yeah, yeah that's a, definitely a big thing if you don't like the cold. Yeah. 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 Um, well, you've, you've both, uh, you've, you've got one in very warm and humid conditions. Uh, it's and you're, crazy. You're yeah, pretty cold. cold. Yeah. yeah. So, um, a couple of obviously coaching, like maybe their sport, like I mentioned before. Um, who, who you might verse, like if you might be in a div two, but then you'll be starting on the team compared to a div one a, and then might have to grow into that team in the next two years. Did you, did either of you get a chance to meet your teammates before you went over or at least communicate with them on WhatsApp or anything like that? Or, um, uh, it's okay if you did. Not real. I don't think so. Yeah. I, maybe my roommate, I briefly messaged him and yeah. Yeah, yeah, said but that's yeah, up. no, that's not essential, but that, that can sometimes help ease, you know, kids into it as well. Yeah. So, look, great insights there, guys. Really appreciate you coming in, um, and um, look, you've yeah, you've been very giving of your time and your answers, and you've, been, you've done well so far in your first year. So, <laughs> um, it's really good to see you. Your hair all grown out, <laughs> all grown up. I probably wouldn't get away with these haircuts at school, no. but um, but um, look, guys, we'll we'll keep in touch and track your progress as always. But uh, thanks for coming in today. Yeah, cheers, Chris, just for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. Pleasure. Subscribe to The First Serve via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your preferred podcast platform to listen at your convenience to all our weekly content, including past editions of In The Huddle, produced by Study and Play USA, as well as our dedicated commercial radio program each Monday on SEN that you may have missed at 7pm Eastern, Aussies only, and crunching the numbers. Subscribe to The First Serve, your home of tennis. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91